Rusty Quill presents. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Wake of Corrosion, Season 2, Episode 1, Onward. This is Professor Ryan of Bunker A12. This is a public broadcast to any survivors out there. Before I begin, please be aware that I advise listener discretion going forward as some of the content of this broadcast can be unsettling or disturbing. Over the last year, I've been sharing the story of Roman and Elliot, two brothers who found themselves caught up in the disastrous apocalypse we find ourselves in the embrace of. During that time, we've heard tales of life-changing events and listened to the brothers overcome nightmarish encounters. However, their story is far from over. If you're still out there, still listening, then you are one of the lucky few who've managed to survive in the wasteland this long and you have now been joined by Claire, the survivor we have to thank for the story of Roman and Elliot. Whilst I disagree with her journeying out from the safety of our bunker, I do see its merits and wish her the best of luck in her endeavour. We will when we can, receive updates from Claire on our journey to Ralford Observatory. It is my hope that, once there, we can unlock more secrets of this bizarre and unforgiving world. Let us begin. Our first entry comes from Claire. This is a recording of her initial exploration outside of the bunker. Entry 35. Come in, Ryan. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, Claire. Like I said before, we shouldn't have many issues at all with communication, all being well. How is it out there? It's... well, at first glance everything looks fine, like... like it always has been, I guess. 
grassland surrounding the bunker, the wire fences, an open gate, path leading through the woods, out to the road. Anyone coming out would think everything was fine. But it's not, is it? Far from it, I'm afraid. Are you sure you want to do this? No, but I have to. For Roman, for my children. I'm heading out the gate now and through the forest path. I'll radio again when I'm through. I need to keep quiet now until it's safe. I'm on the open road. I I heard things in the forest. Ryan, I heard things in the forest. There's one of those screeching creatures close to the bunker. The one I heard when I first arrived. The same as the brothers encountered. I, there's one right by the bunker, Ryan. We'll be fine. It's, it's you I'm concerned about. Are you safe? I think, I think I am. I, I don't think it heard me, but I'm not going to stick around to find out. Make sure the engineers don't linger too long next time they head out. I shall, I shall. I'm on the main road now, heading in the direction of Ralford. There's more signs of the effects of whatever's going on out here. They're similar to what the brothers described before. Just, just one second. So there's this patch of road out in front of me. The, the asphalt is worn away, probably in about a 15-foot area. About half of that is covered with some plants that have grown over from the side of the road. I'm, I'm not sure which variety they are. Wait, there's, there's something more. Oh, well, that's interesting. Claire, what is it? What, what do you see? Ryan, I... I can't hear you. If you can hear me, I... I'm okay, but what I'm seeing right now is, uh... I'll describe it as best I can. There's the remains of a tent here. Half a tent. And a rusted signpost. It's... It's a signpost for the next town over, I think, and, uh, an A-12. It's hard to read with how much it's damaged. Ugh. Oh, God. What happened here? Part of the tent just crumbled in my hands as I moved it, but the other section is just fine. It looks worn, but barely damaged at all. One moment. Oh, Jesus. Oh, There's... Oh. Oh, God. There's someone in there, Ryan. Well, I'm part of someone. Claire, what do you mean, part of? Inside the tent, there's... There's someone's... There's someone's torso. And their body's been severed from the waist down, yet the rest of them, well, it's, it's not here. There's no sign of it at all. Just hold on a sec. Claire, you don't have to explore more if you don't want to. I'm fine, just... Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Ryan, the way this body is severed, it's so clean. It's not exactly a perfectly straight line, but the cut itself, it's its as though they were dissected with incredible precision. It's hard to tell due to how decomposed the body is, but the way the spine is cut in such a neat line, there's no way this is a normal break. You, well, I'll be honest, you don't sound surprised, Claire. In a way, I'm, in a way I'm not. I think whatever I used to do before, I... I dealt with things similar to this pretty often. 
My mind is telling me I should feel repulsed, but it's really not bothering me as much as I thought it might. Not anymore, anyway. Ryan, I'm... I'm taking a closer look. This tent, the body in the ground, they all seem to match up in sort of a strange sort of way. The severed torso lines up perfectly with the degrading edge of this tent and where the paved road goes from solid asphalt to crumbling pieces. It's as though they were all affected by something across the same path. I could almost line a branch up to perfectly match the severing and degradation. I find that to be quite fascinating. What what you've discovered has given me some thoughts on the matter. Oh. Care to elaborate on those, Professor? I'd need some time first. I'm not one to promote baseless theories, but <laughs> not completely anyway. Perhaps next time we talk, I could discuss them with you. Oh, suit yourself. I'm heading out now anyway. I'm still too close to that forest for my liking. I'll radio again when I set up camp for the evening. Claire out. Very well. Ryan out. I've had time to think about what Claire discovered since that recording. Whilst it's concerning that there's something so monstrous, so close to our sanctuary, her findings by the tent do share some similarities with what our brothers discovered early on in their journey. For those of you who have joined us for the whole broadcast, you may recall when the brothers first left for their camping trip. During one of the early days of their trip, they encountered a bird whose wing had just been completely severed. I distinctly recall Roman noting the precise way in which the wing was severed, not to mention the unusual decomposition that took place on the underside of the creature. Another link, though tenuous and perhaps from an unreliable source, is from Mia, the survivor the brothers met and subsequently fled from. I went back through the recordings and she clearly states that someone saw a man disappear and a disembodied pair of legs. I believe it's possible that these instances are they're all linked and that there are probably many more just like that we have yet to discover as for what this means regarding the apocalyptic events that have taken place well I'm still uncertain let's let's move on and pick up where we left off with the brothers entry 36 is from Elliot's journal following them fleeing Roman's family home we stopped for a rest so I thought I'd catch up on some journaling I'm torn between how ridiculous it feels to be writing this journal and how it could really mean something to someone. Someday. Maybe. I've been sort of afraid to address this before, but I can't carry on ignoring it. Before we left for the camping trip, I was trying this policy of being really honest about everything, even when I didn't want to, even when I thought it might get worse before it got better. I just wanted to live fully in the truth. I feel like I failed miserably at that over the past week, and especially since we left the forest. Everything we saw and heard whilst we were there, our rusted car, the noises outside the tent, the fact that we've seen no one. Oh, fuck it. It's the creatures we've seen. I've seen the fucking nightmares that seem to have become real. It's everything, everything we've encountered, and then those things. I can't even look at Roman's fingernails anymore without feeling physically sick. It makes mine itch. I want to pull them off. 
and every so often I get a hint of that, oh, that vinegary stench. What is happening? Someone, please, just tell me what the hell is going on. I can't deal with the fact that the creatures we saw are actually real. Real and have actively tried to kill. Wait, no, not kill. To trap, ensnare, assimilate us. Whatever it is that they have tried to do, it makes death seem like a better option. How are they even here? Have they always been here or does something bring them? Create them? Release them? Damn it! God damn it! I'm not going to answer any of these questions by writing them to myself, am I? And Roman is already sick of me asking. He'll just ignore me if I keep on. In the words of Roman, (laughs) onward we go then. Onward to bunker A7. Although it seems like it's a bit further than we've thought when you're walking. One of those typical moments. You picture a journey in your head and it's a breeze. Then half an hour in and you're wondering how the hell you aren't there already. We agreed to stop off at the shop, if we could. No doubt it'll be deserted like everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I agreed to steal something. I'm beyond concerned about the real world consequences at this point. I just want to make sure we got plenty to eat and drink. And whilst Roman's house did have a bit of food, none of it would be particularly effective for a long journey. And we'll need some more water for our bottles so we don't have to keep stopping at random people's houses and hoping the taps still work. I miss filling our water bottles from a spring in the forest. God, it seems so long ago. I miss the innocence of those first few days. I mean, the most unusual thing we saw then was a meteor shower. I'd better stop now. Rome is gathering his things and doing that thing he does when he glances at me a lot to see if I'm doing the same thing, but actually it's a hint to get a fucking move on. Here's uh, some truth to end on, though. Sometimes, it's like there's been something different about him since we left his house. Something less, or, I don't know, perhaps more? Onward we go. We're all exploring new territory now. In getting Claire equipped for her journey outside, I've not had a chance to review the evidence in advance. It may be that we'll make discoveries together as we move forward. It's getting darker earlier, isn't it, Elliot? I hate the end of summer for that reason alone. Still, not quite the end of summer yet, though, bro. But it's definitely getting darker sooner. Let's head inside so it's still light when we come back out. Yeah, right. Remember what you're getting? Aye, aye, Captain. We're staying together for the first bit, right? Make sure there's no... Of course we are. We're just going to make sure we don't forget anything. I've written it down in the back of my journal. We're all good. By God, you've used it for something useful for once. You can be a real dick sometimes. You know that. Absolutely. Do you remember that abandoned hospital near to where we used to live? Random, but yeah. Why? This supermarket has given me the same vibes. Look, Raymond, there's things growing up on the roof. And if you look down the left-hand side, it started to collapse a little bit. It's just like that place was, as though it had been left to the wild for years. Except it's not fully the same, is it? No. No, it's really not. Because for most of the middle and right-hand side, it's fine. 
Like, it looks abandoned as hell, but it's not degraded at all. I suppose we should uh, see that as a positive, shouldn't we? That we should. Who's going in first? Yeah, <laughs> daft question, really. Pass me that bayonet. I still can't believe you saved this from Grandad's. I'm bloody glad I did. Cheers. All right, let's go. You get the doors. Oh, God, I'm glad nobody managed to lock these. They're still bloody heavy, though. Fuck me, it's dark in here. Oh, balls. Why didn't I think of that? Supermarkets don't have any windows, do they? Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, and it stinks as well. Yep. A supermarket full of food. Some of it's bound to have gone off. This is grim. Come on, let's get this over and done with. Battery Isle it is then first, bro. Looks pretty quiet here. Can't hear anything moving around. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Don't worry, man. We're prepared this time. Now we know there's some freak shows wandering around and I'm armed. We're all good. <laughs> oh, what endless hope that fills me with. Right, let's be quick with those batteries. I'm not sure how much longer my torch is going to last. Grab a trolley. I'm sorry, what? Grab a trolley, dickhead. All right, all right. We can grab Sassy. everything we think we need, shove it in, and then sort it out when we're back outside. Roman. Roman, where have you gone? Step forth into the light, my dear brother. And you shall be saved. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Seriously, my heart is pounding. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Didn't mean to. I got some batteries there, so we're good. Did you... Did you hear something just? Yeah. There'll be some birds that have come into nest or something. Okay, two things. One, how can you be sure? And two, when was the last time you saw an abundance of birds around here? Dad and I used to have to get them out of supermarkets all the time. They fly in, get stuck, and inevitably try and build a nest or something. Given that no one's around, I figure the birds haven't had any reason to panic or try to leave. You didn't answer my second question. Well... Can't really say I've been birdwatching this whole time, Elliot. What with the whole trying to keep us alive thing going on. Okay, that did sound pretty bird-like. I'm so glad the expert is here. Where to next, journal boy? Tins. All the tins. Onward we go, then. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. How did you manage to drop the batteries twice before getting them in the recorder? Oi, it's dark, and we're walking at the same time, so... I am a bit confused why you're adamant to record our shopping trip. Aren't you scared it's undeniable proof that you're a petty, petty thief? Ha ha, very funny. I'm afraid of something happening, actually. Ah, and the best defence is a recording device, right? That'll scare the gribblies away. No, it'll... I know, I know. Serve as a record for whoever finds this, whatever yes. happens. Exactly. Oh, man. Those birds do keep making me jump a little. Yeah, same. Right, I'm just going to go to the end of the aisle and see if there's any decent coffee left on the back shelves. I'll be too sexy. All right. Don't go out of sight, though. I won't. I know it'll break your little heart if you can't see me. Ugh, idiot. sake every time holy 
fucking shit. Roman. What? Roman. What? Oh. Run, Elliot. Run. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I can't see it. It doesn't matter. Just keep running. Shit! Ah, my leg! Fuck, get up! Ow, get up! Uh, uh, Roman! Roman, help! Trying! Help! Uh, Roman! Shit! Shit. I'm coming, Elliot! Hold on! Shit! I'm coming, Elliot! Hold on! human <laughs> no how's the numbness by the way the, the what oh fuck oh fuck I can't move why can't I move why can't I move yeah just it's alive he's enough for that shit shit fuck what's it gonna do to us well given that the other person in here stopped speaking earlier today I, I think it'll consume us oh god Oh God, oh God, I, I have to shout for my brother. I have to shout for him, he can come for us. <laughs> I wouldn't do that if I were you. It's the sound that attracts it. Last person who shouted for help, well, it ended pretty quick. <laughs> unless, unless you want that. What? Why are, you, why are you so calm about all of this? You just told me that this thing might consume us. Why aren't you freaking out? Oh, it's, it's fine. I mean, really, it's fine, isn't it? Excuse me? Well, it, it eats. It lives. It grows. It, it thrives. Life goes on. No. No, life doesn't go on. We freaking die. Oh, sure. I, I do. But the Gorgon lives. The the Gorgon? I mean, they can stop people moving like Medusa, right? So why not? A mighty Gorgon in our presence. Jesus Christ. There it comes. Here, the end, the cycle, the start of something bigger, something stronger, something more. I can't. I can't even feel it. What wonder is this? <laughs> Your next friend. A glorious sacrifice.
survivors I'm I'm going to leave the broadcast there for today I know I know I'm I'm sorry I want to find out what happened as much as you do but I'm reaching the limit of available power and I think I'll need to fast forward the recording a little I'm not sure how long Elliot spends in this state and I'd rather not subject you my listeners to to that rest assured Elliot in some way must make it out of this there are still many entries in his journal that we've not yet read there is hope i'm not sure how much but it's there i hope you're safe and secure survivors if you know anything of this creature reach out to us our broadcast signal is a12 find us share the message until next time survivors don't wander in the dark Survivors, just one last message from me. If you'd like to support us here at Bunker A12, to help us keep sharing the stories of our shattered world with you, then please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wake of corrosion. There are plenty of extra insights available there, as well as letters to shadows a monthly series of additional stories from other survivors like yourselves. Any contributions will be hugely beneficial to help keep us from wandering in the dark. Before the credits, I'd like to give a shout out to our very generous Patreon subscribers at the A12 resident tier and above. Indike, Laurel, Nath, Paul, Trace, AJ Pumpkin, Austin Danger, and Twiglets. Thank you all very much. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the show and get hold of some audio extras or merch, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wake of corrosion. For news and updates, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at wake of corrosion. Wake of corrosion was written, directed and produced by Sean Pellington with voice acting from Kieran Walsh as Professor Ryan, Lee Pellington as Roman, Sean Pellington as Elliot, Brianne Leeson as Claire, Harlan Guthrie as Unknown Survivor, title and credits read by Adele Cliff. Our introduction theme, Shadowlands 5, Antichamber, and outro theme, Phantasm, were created by Kevin MacLeod, sourced from Incompetech.com, Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Both pieces have been reduced from their originals with fade-out, added voiceover, and radio static effects. Morse code SFX, courtesy of Stephen C. Phillips of morsecode.world. All other sound effects are self-recorded from soundsnap.com or zapsplat.com. For our full list of credits, please visit the website in our show notes. Thank you again for listening. 